So typically, large Zoom meetings are the bane of my day-to-day existence. Like, I dislike like a 10-person Zoom call where like everyone's talking over each other. It just, I don't know. It's like nuclear weapons, war, climate change, large Zoom meetings. It's like not necessarily in that order, but it's there for me. And I have kind of one exception to this rule, our Monday morning team calls, probably because I really like everyone on those calls, obviously. Um, but it's also because something, our, our team is incredible. Like everyone is very, very hard workers that, that, do, that do incredible work during the week. But then it's, you know, in those hours outside of the nine to five, they are figuring out, they're scheming, they're doing really cool stuff. And a lot of times very creative things in the outdoors. And so somebody almost always is coming back with like, oh, I did this thing. And, you know, most of the, everyone's just kind of like listening while they share this, share this sort of adventure from the weekend. So I love these calls. And today's story came directly out of one of those calls. I think it's safe to say that we've all experienced that sickening feeling of patting your pocket or like opening a bag or opening a a zipper pocket on a backpack or something and putting your hand in and realizing the thing you left there, your car keys, your wallet, whatever it is, isn't there. Think about it. Like, think about it right now, and you'll probably remember that moment. Um, Now, imagine if that thing that's not in the pocket is a precious family heirloom. Today, producer and director Andrew Burton shares the story of his grandfather's wedding ring. We dive into the subculture of metal detector enthusiasts, restore our faith in the internet, and probably all reconsider cargo pockets. I'm Fitzgall, and you're listening to a preview of Dirtbag Diaries Plus. just left it at the car. We make it to the glacier. Glacier goes smoothly. We make it to this sort of gully, coolar. For the most part, that goes smoothly. And then we get to the ridgeline. We're making great time. We're very, very happy. I think in my memory, we simul the ridgeline. And we're mostly just like hooting and hollering. It's like, it's an amazing day. There's bluebird skies. We only see like one other party, which is pretty rare for how popular that route is. We get the summit all to ourselves. The summit offers an incredible 360 degree view of the North Cascades. It, it really feels about as rugged as it can in the lower 48. And then we say, well, that that was a good fun time. I'd call it like 11 a.m. at this point. I'm not sure. And we, we start our descent. The ridgeline is just sort of steep enough that you can uh, down climb it, but there's a few sections where it's easier to just repel. So we repel a few different sections, but really there's, there isn't a whole lot of issues. And then we're back on the glacier and we, we just start like glissading down, just 
ripping down the elevation, hooting and hollering. And we just think, wow, that was, we just like bagged that so easily. That was so fun. And we finished like sort of the last of the glissade tracks and we I pop up and I pat my pocket and the ring is gone. My ID is still in my pocket, but the ring, I can't find it anywhere. And I look and there's a small, perfect little tear in the pocket where the ring could have slipped out and it must have. And I, I sort of freak out on the spot because I go, oh my God, this is my grandfather's ring. He, he had it for how many decades? And this is like the most prized possession I have. I've, I've really fucked this up. This kind-hearted stranger that I'm with, I had learned on the ascent when we were hiking up that he was he was in the military. He went to West Point, and I sort of assume he's going to be pissed at me because I, I now suddenly am like, I got to try and find this ring. But much to my surprise, this army veteran, he's like, man, in the military, we used to have guys lose stuff all the time. We'd be on a night mission and, you know, we'd be like deep in the woods and some idiot would, would lose his night vision goggles or his, uh, you know, his gloves. And we would stop the whole mission and we would create a grid system and we would walk back through the forest and we would find the night vision goggles. He goes, that's what we're going to do. We're going to find your ring on this hillside. And I'm like, okay, like, I don't know, man, that's kind of a needle in a haystack. We're talking about a, a tiny gold band wedding ring on a massive Cascadian peak. And he goes, don't worry, we'll find it. And we had Gaia GPS running. And he's like, we know exactly where we've been. You take the left side of the glissade track. I'll take the right side. It's a shiny object. No one else has come through here yet. We're just going to walk up and down slowly and we're going to find this thing. I go, okay. Now, we're here with the very first edition of Ask Me Anything. You got questions. I might have an answer. I certainly have opinions, anecdotes, stories, and advice from a life lived outside. Here's today's question. Hey, Dirt Bike Diaries. So, my question is about gear. How do you deal with the want for new gear while the old gear is good enough? Like, I constantly have to stop myself from wanting the latest and greatest. I keep reminding myself that what I have has actually been serving me well. Uh, and on top of that, the stories you build up with gear are worth a lot as well. So, I'd be curious on any tips or advice or your opinions on this matter. I love this question. This is a great question. It made me think of a lot of things. Okay, first off, full disclosure, I'm not like a crazy gear junkie. Like, it's just never been that thing that I've wanted to dive really into. I don't love shopping. I don't like researching. But that's funny because I feel like I end up in your predicament sometimes because I am really good at destroying gear. Becca will tell you that. Like, don't let me borrow your stuff. Seriously.
To hear the full episode, subscribe to Diaries Plus. With the subscription, you'll gain access to other exclusive episodes, ad-free content, and more Type 2 fun. Plus, you get to support the future of the show. There's a link in the show notes, or you can head to dirtbagdiaries.com backslash plus to subscribe. As always, thanks for listening.